Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, indeed. It is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Whee! Final hour, indeed, of the Get Right. Reginald Natuli here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Uh, we got uh, we had a little bit of a change in on the board. Chris Strong taps in for David Shrub. Still hanging around. Appreciate both of those gentlemen. WWE over there? Yeah, I guess so. They... We had to tap in, mm-hmm. but we're we're still we're still tapped in here on the get right, getting you right for one more hour on the program. We take it to a level eleven p.m. as we typically do. Um, in about twenty minutes, we'll get you a CA stories confidential. You know we can't leave you hanging, but right so now we got to get you your headlines on the evening in the Metroplex, and we'll do so right now. We begin. By talking about your Dallas Stars who, you know, were in action earlier today. No longer in action. That one has been handled. The Stars get a win in overtime against the Anaheim Ducks. Not a great team um, that came to play, but they were able to score some goals. Uh, But ultimately, your Dallas Stars get to get out of this one with a victory. Your goal scorers, Matt Duchesne in the first, Craig Smith in the second, and then Miro Haskin scores in the third. A score in every period as Thomas Harley Wins it in overtime for your Dallas Stars. Um, gets them to 29, 13, and 6. And so they will have the they'll have the the caps on Saturday. Uh they'll welcome them into the AAC. Putting together a little bit of a win streak there. Yeah. Right? This is two in a row. You can make it three by getting a win versus the Capitals. Yeah, and I think they can. It's a long season, but at the same time. I like the way this team is constructed, even though, again, they had to go through a couple of goalies. But I look at the fact that now you've got two of them, Wedgwood and Otter. Even got that third guy just in case, because the one thing I felt like they missed was Wedgwood didn't get a, a lot of time last year. And then when Otter was running out of gas, you had no other choice. Yeah, it feels like it's it's been a rough go of it for Jake Ottinger since he's returned from mm-hmm. injury. Um, again, he hasn't been as invincible as he was last season. No, um, a 8.57 save percentage on the night this evening. So the goals per game is getting up there a little bit, but still a win is a win in this regard, even if it's overtime win. So glad to get that one. Um, really would like to win the next one as, I mean, Joltzer X on YouTube does make good mention that after you have this, you know, this little homestand where you're finishing it off, inviting in the Capitals, you're going to go on the road. And so you'd like to be able to have some wins stashed up before you have to go mm-hmm. face some uh, some competition in their barns. So yeah, that's that's what happened. Your stars get a win, four to three in overtime. We'll take it. Yep, uh, I I will indeed indeed take it on the evening. Elsewhere in the Metroplex, 
The Rangers finally got active, really, in the free agency. I shouldn't say finally. They had already signed a few people. But the bullpen gets a little bit of love. David Robertson, 38-year-old right-handed pitcher, previously Marlins. played with, with the Marlins last year. Mm-hmm. He started with the uh, Mets last year, obviously, with the big money project that they had put together. Um, that means he's familiar with a couple of pitchers. That's right. He Scherzer. W- yep, Scherzer and Andergrom. Uh, what do you? I'm trying to remember where. When did David Robertson oh, wait, go to really, the Mets? Was he there the year before? He was leased with Scherzer. Yes. Scherzer and him had to at least start the season together last year. That's right. But David Robertson uh, had. Let me see. Let me get if I if I remember because I know his ERA when he was with the Met or with the Marlins on the back half of that season was five? a five oh six. But the ERA in the first forty four innings of work uh, with the Mets was a 205, ultimately 18 saves over the course of the season. I imagine that's what you're looking for. I mean, had has had a long career. Mm-hmm. And honestly, over his last, I don't know, let's see, one, two, three, four, five seasons, four seasons prior to this last mm-hmm. season, uh, or sorry, last year actually, he had just like a really good ERA over the course of that season as well, sub three ERA. Um, so he, he comes in with a pretty good ERA over the last couple of seasons, has saves, you just hope that, you know, at his age that he's still got something for you. It's going to be a one-year deal. Jeff Passett says around 11 to $12 million in value, and that's pending physical. But this is a, a maybe a high-leverage guy in the back of your bullpen, um, and that's going to be needed. This bullpen definitely you would hope you want it to be better going into the season. Exactly. Okay, so this is what you, people say. Okay, saves and blown saves. He only blew three saves of his 70 saves with the Mets earlier in the year last year. But then he blew three of seven chances for the Marlins the, the last half of the year. He has pitched 15 seasons with the Yankees, White Sox, Phillies, Rays, Cubs, Mets, Marlins, and now with the Rangers. You're His, reigning World Series champion, Rangers, mind you. Yeah, reigning World Series champion. He has a career ERA of 2.90. He's got 1,055 Ks and 804 and two-thirds innings. And he'll have an opportunity to add to those tallies with your Texas Rangers this season. I mean, we well, talked to Jared Sandler earlier. Mm-hmm. I was gonna, I was just gonna yeah. say when we talked to Jared Sandler yes. earlier, we we're talking about okay, is he going to be the closer? The way we've been talking about it, he's going to probably be the setup man for Leclerc. I mean, I, I imagine the Leclerc gets first, first, uh, first shot, first shot at it. That's what Jared said live from a casino in the Bahamas. Yeah, I'm not going to explain that. Don't worry about that one. But, yeah, I mean. He was there. But, I mean, hell, this is another guy. And I think we understand uh-huh. as bullpens go, especially if you don't have, like, a dominant closer type guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be whoever performs best in those situations when when called upon. And so it's nice to have another guy who has, you know, has a good amount of saves, has that experience. Um, definitely the experience, right, to this help, help the rest of the, of the pen as one well. One of the baseball writers looks at it. You still got Spores, right, Josh Spores? Yes, Josh Spores also so still looking at, and, and people forget they signed Kirby Yates. So this is what you see coming out of the gates. May not end this way, but, you know, Bochi is the master of the bullpen. Uh, you'd have Yates or Spores in the seventh inning. Then Robertson comes in for the eighth, and then Leclerc takes the ninth. That's the likeliest scenario in close games if everybody is available. So there you go. In addition to your Texas Rangers, a little bit of a move, uh, $11, $12 million deal, thereabouts for a single season, mm-hmm. David Robertson's uh, work. So we'll, we'll get to see him in spring training, and we're getting damn close. He's He's got to get ready to report here soon, David Robertson, mm-hmm. right? And so, Isn't uh, that something? 
pitchers and catchers report in weeks, mere weeks. And so, yeah, we're we're close to them going again, as they as they say from time to time. Um, some other headlines on the evening: NFL honors. We the finalists were announced for various NFL awards today. Uh, nothing all too surprising. The AP MVP five finalists: Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, and Lamar Jackson. A lot of people leaning towards the idea that Lamar Jackson is the presumptive. Uh, MVP. We'll find out. We'll find that out. Yeah, it's probably going to be him. But here's what's wild. You know they're having a ceremony the Thursday of Super Bowl week. used to be the night before the Super Bowl, but they're having it on Thursdays now. And you know a lot of those guys will be in attendance. How many of those you just mentioned will actually be sitting in the stands knowing they're not going to get it? Um, Let's see. I, I'm counting three, two. Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, Josh Allen probably knows he's not getting it. Yeah, but I'm saying, are they actually going to just sit there? Oh, I, that's a good question. I don't well, think Dak's going to just sit there. Not the way that season ended. Yeah, maybe I not. I think the other guys might be in attendance. But you and know Dak like throwing a suit on, though. He will throw a suit on. But the way it ended, sure. I think he's going to lay low. A lot of Cowboys laying low this offseason right now. One other note about that, last year when Patrick Mahomes won it, I'll never forget it. He was on videotape because he was in his hotel room in Arizona. Not hotel room. He was in his hotel. Not hotel. He was in Arizona the house at the rented. house he was renting. Yes. Yeah. And he thanked everybody from the house. Yeah, that showed FaceTime. up on the that showed up on the quarterback series, did it mm-hmm. not? There you go. Yep. Uh, NFL honors will happen on February eighth. It'll be live on CBS and NFL Network. It will be that Thursday. In fact, that's trade deadline day in the NBA as well. Going to be a sure busy is. day because um, from the two one four said, "Who's hosting? If it's not Steve Harvey, I'm out." How about Keegan Michael Key? Any interest in that? Oh, that'd be fun. He, so we'll look, see. Look, I like it when he was with his partner, Jordan Peele, but Jordan Peele is now a big-time director. Yeah, he absolutely. Peele together, that was fire. Steve is great. Uh, last year, I think they had Kelly Clarkson. They did have Kelly Clarkson. I think she handled Burleson's it very well. Own. She did. She handled it very she well. She sang, too. Some other awards that are on there. You have uh, Defensive Player of the Year. A couple of Cowboys representatives there. Mm-hmm. Deron Bland, Michael Parsons joined Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, and T.J. Watt. As the nominees there, I think Miles Garrett will get a chance at that one. Offensive player of the year, another Cowboy shows up there, or Cowboys rather. Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb are in that award conversation alongside Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, and Tyreek Hill. I'm going to predict it right now. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. I wouldn't hate it. I would not hate it. I think there's an outside shot of CeeDee Lamb because of the records he broke, but I don't think it. Tyreek Hill fell off because of his ankle injury. Yeah. But I, I think it won't be CD because I'm telling you, it's just like when the Cowboys lost to Buffalo, Dak fell out of the MVP conversation. You lose the way they lose, man, them voters, they just, well, okay. Even though it's regular season. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't know when okay. the, when those votes go in, though. I wonder if those votes went in before the wild card weekend started up. Mm-hmm. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, Puka Nakua, Bijan Robinson, and C.J. Stroud. It Puka. feels like C.J. is probably going to have a really good shot at that. C.J. or Puka? Okay. I, I like C.J. myself because quarterback's harder to do, but Puka was doing it. There's Defensive Rookie of the Year, um, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Joey Porter Jr., Kobe Turner, who's a defensive tackle for the Rams, Devin Weatherspoon, the cornerback for the Seahawks. Comeback player of the year is going to be interesting. Ooh, you know what it is? It's Flacco. Well, Joe Flacco shows up. Baker Mayfield, Stafford, Tua Tungo-Bailoa. But DeMar Hamlin is the story. Yeah. And I feel like he probably yeah, wins that. Yeah, situation. And, of course, uh, coach of the year, you have Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh, 
Kyle Shanahan, Kevin Stefanski, and D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's D'Amico won Ryan's. the professional, won the football writers. Okay, coach of the year. I so. can see D'Amico getting it. I can see Stefanski getting it. I can on the outside tip seeing Dan Campbell, but I'm I'm really thinking it's going to be D'Amico. Yeah. So th- those are some of the awards that we're going to get. That we we found out the nominees for or the finalists rather, and we'll find out who actually wins them. Uh, Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. Thursday, February eighth. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some news heading into Championship Weekend. We're a few days away from those really fun AFC and NFC Championship games. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Joe Thune, both of those guys for the Chiefs, did not practice today. Joe Thune is the one that's really scary because I know that he was dealing with kind of like that pec injury. Oh yeah, and so he is an important guard for that offensive line, and we've seen the ways that that offensive line could be have trouble. And how that offense can have trouble if he's if they're not playing well. The Ravens don't really have a single pass rusher that scares you, but they they get pressure mm-hmm. nonetheless. And so not having Joe Thune could be a problem. Um, some other injury circumstances. Sam Laporta was limited in practice, so that's good. The the rookie tight end for the Lions in their attempt against the Niners to win the NFC Championship. And Debo Samuel was limited in practice today, which gives a little bit of a his shoulder. Yeah, it gives a little bit of positivity towards his uh, potential of playing. For the Niners, I bet he's the out there just game. as a decoy. The minimum as a decoy because it's it's a shoulder situation. He may not be totally, uh, you know, Debo, but if he can get out there, I think he's good enough to be a decoy. Uh, we mentioned the coach hirings that happened th- today. The Atlanta Falcons do not go with Bill Belichick. They hire. Former Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. They bring him back. He had previously worked uh, in Atlanta under Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. um, both on the offensive and defensive sides of the mm-hmm. football. Um, he he gets to come back as the head coach this time around, and so there's already thoughts of that he might bring some some of those Rams um, Rams assistants along with him to get that Atlanta Falcons situation together. And the the Carolina Panthers made a hire. Uh, Dave Canales, the office coordinator, first year office coordinator in Tampa, helped uh, yeah. Baker Mayfield have a good uh, circumstance there uh-huh. this past season, and I know that and he, he helped uh, Geno Smith in Seattle. Seattle. He's given credit, yep. been given credit for that as well. Carolina apparently is giving him a get this six year contract, which is interesting because I mean I feel like you do this in a way to be able to understanding the ways that Dave Tepper has been the owner. Yeah, has been, you know... Firing people in the middle of the season. Exactly. So I imagine you you give a six-year contract to give a little bit of uh, a little bit of credence to the idea that we're going to give you time. But at the very least, all... It makes Tepper stop him, his tendencies. Maybe. It's or, like you don't want to... Tepper's not going to pay somebody this for six more, five more years. Maybe, five and a half years. Maybe not. <laughs> but for Dave Canales... For him. At, at least, at least there's prove. a little bit of a... Uh, Canales is smart. Yeah, I, I, the look, agent is clever. I'm gonna give that agent some cre- some credibility and some cleverness. If, in order for me to get here, you better make sure that there's some money coming my way. You can't be because I know your owner will try to fire me in the middle of the season. That's right. And so he has the he has the task of trying to help get Brock, uh, Brock, uh, Bryce Young back on track there in uh, Carolina and see if they can get that thing moving in a positive direction. Now this was a crazy story that broke earlier earlier today, CA. So Kayshawn Booty, who is the former LSU oh, yeah. player, and he's receiver. the current wide receiver, was arrested on illegal gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was charged with computer fraud and gambling mm-hmm. or gaming mm-hmm. prohibited for persons under 21 by Louisiana State Police. So he's booked in East Baton Rouge Parish, uh, posting a $600,000 bond. Um, according to police, Booty, who was 20 at the time, participated in sports gambling from a- April 6th of 2022 
till May 7th of 2023. You see that period? Yeah, while he's playing for LSU. Okay. During that period, police alleged that Booty used an alias to circumvent the legal age required uh, for sports wagers in Louisiana. The alias account believed to be used by Booty placed more than 8,900 wagers. He was doing that in his sleep. 8,000. 24-7. Remember. 365. The time period I gave you was April of 2022 to May of the next year. Like 13 months. Non-stop. That's all he, he got did. Damn near nine thousand bets up in thirteen. Like that's an addiction yeah. at that point. Oh yeah, straight up and down. He's twenty years old. And so the um of the wagers, the eighty nine hundred wagers that he bet, at least seventeen were on college football games, with at least six of them being on LSU football. Yeah, and some of them on himself. Um, she to score a touchdown. Was, yeah, Chiafala was talking about this on G-Bag. I was driving, just shaking my head. This dude had a, a six or eight leg parlay or something where he got six of them right, and the, the last two were him getting 82 yards uh, and cat, cat 82 tar, 82 yards receiving and a touchdown, and he didn't get it. And it's like Chivalo and 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 Dawson was like, "You got to tell the quarterback something so he can be in on this." Right, out. right. Help me out. Yeah, help me out, um, man. I got something for you, man. But it was, I mean, it was just wild to see that's that happen. That's, that's major addiction. And by the way. But look, we're we're seeing this more and more as, as yeah. this becomes more open because people mean, can do it online. Yeah, there's there's I mean there's a lot of money that people are pouring into these gaming and gambling situations, and there's definitely I I mean I would venture to guess I'm not putting this on any level of reputable source, but just my venture to guess feels like we we are seeing gambling addiction skyrocket nowadays. There's a lot of people losing a lot of money that way. You might put it like this. It's, I think it's because it's more accessible online, mm-hmm. and I think also because you can, you have more access to information, you find out more about people where it was more of a secret. But they had to be at the casinos. In other words, you can do it online, that, that spreads it. But also, you, the stories are out more where it might have been, I mean, Las Vegas didn't build itself. No. It's been around a long time. Atlantic City did sure. build itself. I'm not a gambler at all. I mean, I might play some blackjack, but I'm I'm not Mr. Poker and, you know, bet online and bet on games. I don't do none of that stuff, but I know a whole bunch of people who twitch. Um, before we go, I just wanted to, you know, reiterate this thing. Obviously, with Jim, Jim, Jim Harbaugh, yes. I Now I have to check myself every time because I'll be saying John when I mean Jim, and uh-huh. now I guess I'll probably say Jim when I mean John. I apologize. I'll do my best to try and keep it straight. But Jim Harbaugh, the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, as he returns to the league, he re-enters the league. Did you realize as the the coach with the highest win percentage? Really? In the league. So it was Matt LaFleur who had a 675 win percentage. Jim Harbaugh's 695 win percentage with the 49ers. is now the highest active head coach. He took him to the Super Bowl. They didn't win it, but he took him to the Super Bowl. That's right. And he left because he was a tyrant. And they're like, we tired of you. You tired of us. He went back to uh, college. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh is. And by the way, he's going to take on his brother again. I think Baltimore is on the Chargers schedule next yes, year. Yes, they'll be this, at SoFi this Stadium This is not the point. first time people were talking about, oh, it's going to be the Harbaugh Bowl. That Super Bowl was the Harbaugh Bowl. Baltimore yes, beat was. the 49ers. It was John over Jim in that game. Yeah, man. Uh, he's And he's not a stranger to turnovers, right, or, or quick turnarounds, rather. Yeah, he the Niners, fast. The Niners were 6-10 before he took over there the year before he was hired. 
Um, and then they saw a seven-win improvement, and that's not just there. I mean, you could talk about the ways in which Michigan was not very good, and ultimately, I mean, for the first seven years, it was a little rough, but ultimately, or six years probably, you get to those last few seasons, and you ultimately win a national championship. He did. He was had them winning football and having like consistently winning football at Stanford. We mm-hmm. mentioned this last time. So that's a that's a school that you have to have grades. Yeah, man. It'll be really interesting to see what's happening there. Uh, so get right right here on 105 through the fan. I guess I forgot to mention the Eagles and Browns have requested interviews for Kellen Moore. I laugh, to be the offensive coordinator. I laugh at the Eagles one. He cannot last 10 minutes in that town. They will chew him up, spit him out. Well, I guess then maybe he should go to the Browns. And then uh, <laughs> the commanders are expected to have a second in-person interview with Dan Quinn as well. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, got to get you some CA Stories Confidential. Well, guess what? We got a Tolo said, you know, it's conference championship weekend. CA, I know you got some conference championship stories. Yes, I do. And they are next on 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Let's get right right here on 105 Through the Fan. I'm Reginald Datatula. He is the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Appreciate you rocking with us here on the Get Right. Um, look, man, I'm not going to waste your time. Let's do a little CA Stories Confidential. Appreciate you, Reg. Appreciate you, Chris. Appreciate you, David. Appreciate all the Tolos for letting me tell some of these crazy stories that have happened over my career over these long years covering sports in Dallas Fort Worth since 1980. And we got a Tolo special request that it's conference weekend in the NFL, conference championship weekend. I know you got some CA stories confidential for conference. I give you one. I give you some right here. I have been to four conference championship games. Okay. So let's break this down a little bit. The Dallas Cowboys. It's a damn shame. All anybody wanted was, can you get to the conference championship game? Would right? Nice. This season would have been nice, right? Just get to the conference championship game. They have not been to a conference championship game since the 1990s. There were only two other teams in the NFC who had a greater drought or as great a drought as the Dallas Cowboys. Those teams were, it's not are, were Washington and Detroit. 
The Lions are back in it. Yeah. Taking on the 49ers. The Lions had not been to a conference championship game since 1991 when they played Washington, which was the last time Washington played in a conference championship, 1991. <laughs> the four that I went to, and by the way, how many people know how many conference championship games the Cowboys have ever played in? 877-81-1053. Do you know in this room? Um, Not Super Bowls. By the way, the Cowboys have played in eight Super Bowls. They've won five Super Bowls. But how many conference championships have they ever played in? I, I couldn't tell you. I'd say it's got to be around a dozen. It's 14. Okay. In the 1970s, when the Cowboys were named America's team, they actually played in seven conference championships. Are you for real? Seven out of ten. All right, well, I'm about to the be in Wikipedia first, for the rest of the, the night. The first two were actually against the 49ers. They won both of those. In the 1980s, when I started covering the Cowboys in 1980 itself, the Cowboys, uh, Roger Staubach handed the baton to Danny White, and I kid you not, they went to three consecutive NFC Championship games and lost all three of them. And everybody was hurt on the very set. Well, the second one, the first one, they lost to the Eagles. Eagles went on to the Super Bowl and lost that. Then they lost to the 49ers. That was the catch, Dwight Clark. They lost in San Francisco and they lost 28 to 27. First one, they lost 20 to 7. And then the next one was a strike shortened year and they lost to Washington 31 to 17. That was in the 1980s. Never sniffed an NFC championship game. The rest of those 80s. And, of course, Tom Landry got fired by Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jimmy Johnson came in. And in 1992, not only did the Cowboys win three out of four Super Bowls, they went to four consecutive NFC Championship games. And I was at all of them. The first one was the 49ers in San Francisco, Candlestick Park. I'll never forget it. Jimmy said, put it in. Eight-inch headline, eight-inch headlines. We will win this game. And the Cowboys what whipped those 49ers 30-20. to 20. Mm. And by the way, the 49ers had, won, had gone to the, to the uh, NFC Championship game like more, more than any team of the 1980s. I mean, they won like four or five Super, four Super Bowls. They'd gone in 84. They'd gone in. When did they? They went, they went in 81. They went in 83. They went in. 84. I'm talking about the 49ers. They won in 88. They won in 89. I mean, the 49ers are always going to the to the conference finals. And by the way, for those who say, well, you know, the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl since 1995. You realize the 49ers have not won a Super Bowl since 1994? But at least they've been to the conference championship several times in a row. They're hosting it this weekend. Yeah. You can't say, and they've even been to the Super Bowl. The Cowboys this century have not gone. So the most memorable of those four conference championship games and I was at all of them in the 1990s for the Dallas Cowboys. I remember I remember that first one, of course, and they won that one. And flying back on the team charter, Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, and everybody's just wasted on the plane. And Jimmy had to make an announcement on the speaker, to tell everybody to calm down. And he said, everybody, when the plane lands. And by the way, the plane landed in a hangar 
at DFW Airport, not in the main airport where the gates are and all that. It was like a little area off to the side. Mm-hmm. American Airlines owned it, and it was a parking lot that the players could park, and then you just walk out on the tarmac, and then you go up the stairs on the airplane. That's what they did for years. They still do it. Well, Jimmy got on. Their media broadcasting live from the parking lot. Do not talk to anybody. Go straight to your cars and go home. Because he, he's, I will handle the media. Now get out of here. Because he didn't want anybody drunk talking on TV. Yep. Even though they just won the Super Bowl or went to the Super Bowl for the first time since Tom Landry back in the 70s. I'll never forget that. The second time the Cowboys played in uh, the 49ers in the, uh, in the, uh, excuse me, in the uh, conference championship, in the NFC championship game, it was at Texas Stadium. Cowboys whooped them badly, 38-21. to Back-to-back Super Bowls. The third time they went to the conference finals, it was back to San Francisco, and that was the game the Cowboys lost, 38-28. to I'll never forget this. It was a rainy – Switcher was the coach at this point. Cowboys were trying to win three in a row. No team in history had won three in a row. They're trying to be the first one. Steelers had won back-to-back a couple times. The 49ers had done back-to-back. Cowboys trying to win three in a row. And Dion was playing for the 49ers that year. And I was standing on the sidelines. They let the media on the sidelines in the fourth quarter. I'm standing on the sidelines. And right in front of me, that's when Dion Sanders grabbed Michael Irvin's arms and they didn't call anything. Mm. It was clearly personal foul. You know, it was, it, and Barry Switzer lost his mind. And, right. And they caught a, they threw a flag at Barry and all that. And, and by the way, Troy Aikman said he had never been more proud of the Cowboys in any other game than that loss. And in that loss, you know, he said because we never gave up because they, they were always coming from behind in that game. Or not coming from, they were always behind because the offense wasn't playing right. There was turnovers. It was just stupid stuff that was happening. And they lost it 38-28. to 28. By the way, in that previous game, uh, in the conference championship, that's where Jimmy Johnson was in the locker room saying, how about them Cowboys? Right. That was the first time they ever said that. Back to that 49ers game that the Cowboys lost when they were trying to win three in a row. Ken Norton Jr. was a Cowboys player the first two Super Bowls. That last Conference championship game. He was playing for the 49ers because he was a free agent. Cowboys didn't give him, uh, they didn't match the offer the 49ers made. To this day, Ken Norton Jr. is the only player in history to have won three consecutive Super Bowls. Really? Yes. He's the only one who played and won three consecutive. Charles Haley has five rings. Tom Brady's got seven. Ken Norton Jr. is the only player. Wow. And he started. It wasn't like he was just on the team and got three Super Bowl rings. He started and played in three consecutive Super Bowls. Only team, only person to ever do that. Okay, so the fourth one. Oh, yeah, and by the way, in that game that they lost, uh, Tony Casillas was not playing for the Cowboys that particular year. And he was in San Francisco, and he called me up, or we ran into each other at the Cowboys Hotel, and he said, I got a limo. Let's hit the town. And he had a limo and a credit card, and we tore it up. Oh, that's that's, that that's a dangerous composi- the composi- very, <laughs> combination. Thank God that was a late afternoon game. That was not a noon kickoff. That was not a 3 o'clock. I want to say it was 5 o'clock or something. 
And thank God, because my head was hurting. <laughs> we went everywhere. And to show you how good that, that night was, I damn near, I don't remember hardly any of it. I just know we had a limo, and he had the credit card, and we went. Everybody, and y'all because, was outside. Cause y'all, yep. Because he had Super Bowl rings. He That's had right. rings. You could tear it up. Okay. The fourth NFC Championship game, and the last one I got to cover, Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers. And that's because the 49ers lost the game. The Cowboys, it was just like kind of like this year when the Philadelphia lost the game. Yeah. If everybody thought, okay, we've got to go to San Francisco. Oh, God, we won't be able to win in San Francisco. We can't win up there, whatever, whatever. You know, Barry, whatever, whatever. And lo and behold, the Cowboys found out on the charter the 49ers lost the game. We were going to Arizona, ironically, not for the Super Bowl, but to play the Cardinals. And I want to say it was a Christmas Eve game or a Christmas Day game or something. Didn't make no sense. We were playing on that day. And all they had to do was beat the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals. And like I said, they had home field advantage. And they played Green Bay. Brett Favre was the quarterback. And the knock on Brett Favre was he could not win a playoff game if the temperature was above freezing. It was above freezing <laughs> at Texas Stadium. And they beat the Green Bay Packers. 38 to 27, went on to go to the Super Bowl, back to Arizona, and they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers and won their last Super Bowl. They have not been to the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl this century. That's how long the drought has been. But um, I have some fond memories of those NFC Championship games, and I've had a chance to cover 28 Super Bowls, and only three of them were the Dallas Cowboys there. I wish I could say I was at all five, but I wasn't. I was at least at three. Those other two that they won were in the 70s, and yep. I was not around. <laughs> I was alive, but I wasn't, I wasn't in Dallas. Yes, see, see, he's been around a lot, but, I mean, he ain't been around forever. Let's, let's, let's be fair. Mm-hmm. Now, you said, all right, I'm not, I'm not trying to. I'm yeah, not go trying ahead and correct my because I'm memory. It's just memory. Well, I was, I was going back, and just because you had mentioned how many times this team as a, in their history had gone to the conference championship, I was like, man, I want to go back. And so I pulled up the, the football reference. And then I started counting. I was like, I think you might have missed two. I, I said it won the Super Bowl. You said, you said uh, went to the conference championship, right? Oh, you mean the last time they bit? I was or saying. Or just how many times? Because I think I think I counted 16. Now, my count oh, might be the wrong. Cowboys? Yes. Oh, I said 14. It might have been 16. I don't well, know. It was seven. It was, it was seven in the 70s. It was oh, three you, in the you, 80s. You missed the 60s. 66 and 67, they went to the conference championship. You know Unless what? We, I think you're what, Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I didn't even look in the 60s. Okay. All right, so cool. There you go. Thank you. No problem. I, look, I, you I, know what? I didn't even look in the 60s because I was thinking there wasn't no Super Bowl in the 60s, but I guess there was. Yeah, the first Super Bowl was what, 67? Mm-hmm. Green Bay. 66, 67? Mm-hmm. Right in there. Yep. The conference championship was a Green Bay Ice Bowl or something. That was one mm-hmm. of them. Yep. And the other one was probably another Green Bay game. Because back then they were calling him next year's champion because they could never get out. They could never get past the the, the NFC Championship game. <laughs> On the YouTube, they said, get him, Reg. I'm not, look, get I'm, him, not, get him. I'm not here to, it's not anti- antagonistic. No, we just, just trying to get it right. Honestly, That's all. The, the, the fact that CA had 14, I didn't have at all, any at all. I just wanted to go back and, and look say, through the, the history. damn shame. All 16 of them were in the 20th century. Yeah, 60s. That's the damn shame. I got two in the 60s. You mentioned seven all, in the 70s. Yeah, seven three in the 70s. Three in the 80s. Yep. And five, and excuse four, me, four, four in the nineties, and then, none of the odds, and none of the twenty-first yeah. century. It's just a damn shame. And I, and again, in the in the nineteen eighties, when I first got to town in nineteen eighty, they're going every year. And everybody, and Tony Dorsett even said this. He said to me, 
I thought we were going to the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship every year. And then they stop going. It's crazy how that how that'll feel. You get to a place where it feels like, oh man. And that's why I was saying to yeah. those Cowboy players, I was talking about this uh, last week, when the Cowboys won the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll never forget that locker room. They were happy, but they were relieved, and they were relieved because the players were really, really upset the year before because everybody kept saying you can't win without Jimmy, and the players took that person like we love Jimmy. But Jimmy didn't play. Yeah. Jimmy just coached. And that was like, this, that was a disparage of them. Like, we don't know how to play. Right. And Jimmy even said it after he got uh, uh, inducted to the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. He said, I did not realize the players were so mad at me because I used to tell them, do not let outside distractions distract you from winning these games. And I let my relationship with Jerry distract me from coaching you to four straight Super Bowls. So that locker room, I told them, I said, uh, different players I was saying, you better enjoy this. You might never ever go again. And yeah. I was talking about the players not knowing the organization would never go again. Damn shame. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean. So you better. The journey is the reward. I always remember that. There you go. And A enjoy bit it the long way. Sage advice from the, the triple OG, as folks like to call him. Got CA, three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Appreciate you for that CA stories, Chris. Um, <laughs> somebody said you can't show or change the Cowboys even if they pitiful. Yeah. Well, look, we got it together. We got You're it together. Right. I, I just had to 16 do sixteen of them. Had to do a little research, which honestly, I, I I was good. I needed to go back and actually see them. I don't know why I realized I'm a lot more visual visual of a learner than I had previously thought. And so seeing seeing all the years listed out, but then there's a lot of blank spaces in the uh, in the in the 21st century. The Cowboys need to figure that one out. The A17 says, didn't Coach Prime win a World Series, then back-to-back Super Bowls? Yes, he did, and I was at all of them. Of course I was you at were. his World Series and those back-to-back Super Bowls that he won. Is that is that what's happening tomorrow on CA Stories? Maybe. <laughs> we'll I get, always fill up something. It'll definitely be us two tomorrow, um, and the only thing standing between us and that is the final call, which we'll do next on The Fan. To get right right here on 105.3 The Fan, Reginald Attuli here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on this Thursday evening. Thank you, Chris Strong. Thank you, David Strupp, for being on the ones and twos. And thank you guys for rolling with us, um, getting involved. We a big thank you to Jared Sandler. Mm-hmm. Jumped on with us in the first hour From of the program. From the Bahamas. From a casino in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And it sounded every mu- very much like he was on, in a casino at the Bahamas. We'll have to check back in with him later, see if he ended up winning any money uh, with what he was doing. But he did give us an update. I wonder if he was Atlantis. I wonder. I, I'll, I'll find that out eventually, maybe when he gets back, as he's trying to enjoy his time off before the Rangers get back going. Obviously, pitchers and catchers are reporting early next month, and so we're, we're getting close. We're getting closer. He's spending his playoff money. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not all of it. Let's let's not all spend yeah. it in, spend it all in one place. Maybe he's making some playoff money too. Uh, I get really, money work. I hope so. I do hope so. Um, so final call here on the get right on one hundred five through the fan. The reason that we had Jared Sandler call in and talk to us from the Bahamas and interrupt his very nice vacation is because the Rangers made some moves. They signed a right-handed reliever David Robertson. Uh, played last season with the Mets and with the Marlins. Um, 38 years old, 18 saves last season. Mm-hmm. And so he comes in, gives you, uh, you know, another maybe high leverage situation uh, pitcher. Definitely helps the back of the rotation. Setup, man. Yeah, at the very least. And so the the, bull, the bullpen gets a little help after, you know, losing, you need, man. losing a few, uh, a, arms, a few race, arms in free agency. By the way, I wonder if he's the oldest uh, pitcher on the roster or is it Scherzer? 
both of them about the same age. Let's look it up. Yeah, look, this I'll this look this roster definitely has quite a few a few guys that are a little bit on the older they side. Thirty nine. Scherzer's thirty nine as of right now, so Scherzer will be just a little bit older. But um, you hope that he can come in and be good for you, be a little bit more consistent in the back end of that rota- or bullpen rather. Um, but yeah, it all starts once pitchers and catchers report next month. So uh, you you add another guy and a much needed one. Uh, J- Jeff Passon of ESPN let us know that that's a one year deal, about eleven to twelve million dollar contract pending physical. So you and add you add to your bullpen. Yep, you do. And for those who are wondering, I did ask Jared before we let him go. What do you think is going to happen with Jordan Montgomery? Not is he going to resign, but is there a timetable? He said this thing could go into spring training. It could happen in the next five minutes. It's just about. He said the Bally situation could influence it. We don't know, but at the same time, he says uh, it could it could go into spring training. So you know, I wouldn't say hold your breath, but there's no timetable on if and when he signs wherever he does sign, um, and hopefully it's back with the Rangers. And speaking of the Rangers, I've been meaning to, you know, give a shout out to this. You, um, Alec Medford, Blake Elliott, you guys will all be at Rangers Fan Fest. And Will Chambers. Will Chambers. Sorry, I didn't want to forget Will. I apologize. And his brown liquor. I don't know. Was it, will that be allowed? Is well, that, people can bring it to him. Okay. If you buy it at the park. There you go. All right. And that'll be, of course, at Globe Life Field in Arlington, uh, I believe, 9 a.m.? Yep, it starts Saturday. up on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll be there nine o'clock. Me and Will, and then uh, uh, Alec and uh, Blake will be right behind us. There you go. And um, all the fans will be there, and they have bounce houses, bounce houses in the fields. There'll be players everywhere. Uh, we'll be interviewing different uh, players, including Bochi. That's the first time we uh, interviewed Bochi last year. When we did it. Last yeah, year. yeah, yeah. And that was, Bochy, it was fun to hear. Bochi and uh, uh, Josh Young were our guests. Yeah, and so you'll be able to hear all of that. At this point, it seems like tickets are sold out for Fan Fest. See? So if you want to experience it, you'll have to do it through 105 through the fan. Mm-hmm. From 9 a.m. listening or you got to buy somebody's ticket while they're waiting out line. <laughs> you know, scal- buy scalp it. Scalp it. People. Man, that's people World Series scalp champs. tickets? Man, World Series champs, come on. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Get to hang out? Come it on. just feels weird. I haven't thought about, like, I mean, scalping tickets is a lot, definitely a lot easier to do, like, I guess in the 90s when everything was still paper tickets. Mm-hmm. Do people still do that digitally? I, I, this is what I want to know. Especially with all the marketplaces How do you get scalp tickets, like, out front of a game if you have to do it over your phone? How do you do that with a scalper? Because it's not like they hand you any tickets. Nobody takes physical tickets anymore. I feel like you wouldn't even scalp them. You would just kind of... How would you, you would do like this? Use Unless you do it way ahead of, those, of time. Yeah, I feel like you would just use one of those uh, one of those websites. Like, are people still scalping? Are we talking about, like, screenshots here? Like, hey, bro, like, send me the, send me the screenshot if you That's have an extra hilarious. ticket. That's hilarious. Oh, wow. I'm just, I'm <laughs> just wondering if there's a guy out front like, hey, who needs tickets? Right. Yeah, I was like, the, the, how do you do that? Do we still got that? Is that you still see those at the Stars games? Yeah, okay, then how do they, how do they physically get you your tickets though? Okay, that's a good question. I've never stopped, honestly, because you always show up with a ticket. I always show up. With how, how would you how would you get them your tickets then? You would I mean, transfer. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you transfer them. You I, just, I love the bold. I, I feel like nobody has the boldness anyway anymore yeah, to like to do that. Not, to do that, but then also like I'm just gonna go to the down of the game and I'll figure out how to get in. Like I don't. I wonder how many. I feel like yeah. people plan ahead and like find a ticket on like StubHub or one of the various other websites that does this, and then you just find the ticket there and then you go. I don't know that people are like when I get there, I'll figure it out. Oh, th- let me give you a heads up, too. If you're actually going to any of the parking garages around the American Airlines Center, yes. they don't take cash. 
Oh, we're, we're in a cashless world now, huh? You better have a pass that you got on a website or something oh, and goodness. download it. I'm serious. Or have a season ticket pass like that on your phone. They don't take cash. So where am I supposed to park then? You have to park down the street by we- by the West End or something. <laughs> Not at one of those parking garages. I was going to say, like, if you go park, like, by the House of Blues and walk a mile, I guess you could still pay with cash somewhere. Oh, 214 says... I bought a supposed screenshot ticket from somebody at a Padres game and it did not oh, work. Oh no, you got scammed? They got they says. got you with the scammy scam? Uh-huh. That's tough. Another 817 says you transfer them on an app. I do it all the time with Maps tickets. Okay. So that's how they scalp them out front. Okay. And that's then, a lot of trust. It is a lot of trust. Well, I mean, you got to make sure that that that, you know, that notification hit, right? They really? hit your uh, what cash app and or then, and then it, are you we give just, them. Are we entirely digitally scam or not scamming? It's not necessary. It's not a scam, but are we entirely digitally scalping at this point? It's like, all right, so hit my Venmo. Right. And when I get the notification, yeah, cash I'll the transfer money. you to tickets. I, yeah. In other words, I ain't taking your cash, but I do need you to get cash app or Venmo me. Send me a Zelle. <laughs> from the 817, that's a memory right there. Going to a game with no ticket, buying from a scalper. Man. Those are the days. That was before pandemic. Just negotiating. I think uh, the pandemic's when it changed everything, for sure. I mean, the technology was always out there. You had a choice. Like when you do airline tickets or you could just show your phone. Since the pandemic, everything is uh, digital. Yeah. There's definitely some good to it, but there's also, you know, you, you miss Buffering. opportunity. <laughs> Buffering. Man, do you know how nervous I get walking up to the – I be I be making sure that I have that on the right, scre- the right yes. uh, screen on the app well before I get up there because well the brightness has to be high enough too. You got to think about the brightness right. too. And no- you better have enough battery charge. Yeah, n- You nothing- better not drive to the game with 2%. I'm just saying. Right. N- nothing is scarier than like – or maybe not nothing is scary, but – I don't know. It feels so awkward getting up there and being like, "Oh, give me a second. Let me let me rifle through my phone. Let me get." Yeah. I, I swear I got it. It's Everybody in line looking at you like, "Come on, man. We trying to watch the yeah. game." Yeah. It's like it's like it's like holding us up, man. It's like back in the day when somebody would like write. Anybody a, got a charger? Write a check in the grocery exactly. line. Exactly. Like, oh, that's so he, wrong. Like, why are you writing out a whole check right now? Be careful by lining up behind somebody over the age of seventy-five. <laughs> they got to whip out a checkbook on you. Even worse. The coupon book. Oh, Lord. She wants the green stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said it ruined 24-hour Walmart. I used to love shopping at 3 a.m. Not only shopping at 3 a.m., have you ever played hide-and-seek at a Walmart at 3 a.m.? Kidding me. Fantastic. The games at Wiley World. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, that's a get right. That's how, that's, <laughs> that is how we will end the show today. That's right. That's the way to end it. I, no shame in my game either. It's the get right right here on 105 Through the Fan. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Myself, CA, will be back tomorrow evening. Chris, we appreciate you. David Shrupp. I appreciate him as well. Uh, it's been very fun doing mm-hmm. this one. Man, one more game to or one more show until we get ready for championship week, weekend in the NFL. We'll get you ready for that. We'll get you ready for a Mavs game versus the Atlanta Hawks tomorrow evening, all of that. And that starts tomorrow, 5.30 a.m. Sean and RJ, they'll lead you into KNC. They'll lead you into the G-Bag Nation. And then we will be back 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. to get you right tomorrow evening. But until then, y'all have a wonderful evening and be easy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.